And thank you, Myatt Fuels, and uh, appreciate uh, our weekly appearance uh, with Nikki Collin every Tuesday. She joins us, and uh, Coach, uh, a fun uh, uh, blowout win the other day uh, over uh, over Houston Christian, but, man, a, a neat day at that, the Faith and Family Day, and I enjoyed kind of monitoring some of that on social media, uh, a great picture of uh, – the players and their families and a reminder of, of kind of uh, all your all your players, you know, and the, and the foundation that they have uh, ended up. Uh, and I think there were some testimonials at uh, halftime. Uh, it, it really ended up looking like a neat day. And I don't want to leave out, by the way, the the uh, baby race that seemed to get a lot of attention as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe slightly outdone by the Corgi race. At the soccer game um, this fall, uh, but yeah, no, it was it was a great day. Um, you know, another day where we had another player that that couldn't go and Sarah, but gave opportunity to um, some of the players that don't get as many minutes and and you know played them a little bit out of position there at the end. I had five posts in the game the last couple minutes and and um, you know, but it was. You know, we have an opportunity to honor the families who who do sacrifice so much as these kids are growing up to get them to this point, you know, and for them uh, to come from out of town to, to be there. It's just it's a unique way for us to honor them. And even, you know, the post game when, you know, we connect our tip off club um, to those families, like it means a lot to our tip off club as well to, to have that direct connection with the players and their families and you know, look, women's basketball will probably always be a grassroots type of, um, you know, sport and the ways that we can connect, whether it's via the faith factor or family, um, is all positive for us. Yeah, in even some of your social media, I was seeing some of the uh, some of your players um, uh, kind of talking about the, the faith component at Baylor. I think Kendra was featured and. And a few of uh, JD was as well, and uh, it's it's really neat, and it really uh, comes across as very genuine. Um, the uh, the game itself, uh, so Kendra gets her first start, and by the way, goes off for I think a career high ten points, and uh, and that that was kind of fun, and and like you said, players maybe that getting some extended minutes, but uh, was uh, was Kendra pretty excited when you told her she was going to be in the starting lineup? You know, she's uh, uh, not an outwardly, um, you know, I had told her, um, I actually told the team before shoot-around that day, I I hadn't made my, my decision. I mean, I, I think we knew on Saturday um, that Sarah wasn't, wasn't going to be able to go or be effective if she did go. And so, um, you know, had thought about the, the smaller lineup and, and starting Bella. Um, but I just I like what Bella brings off the bench and the versatility. Uh-huh. And I thought, you know, having some size, it was a team that was going to start big at the three four five. Um, really, the two three four five until you know their starting two guard was a scratch because of illness. Um, you know, and so because of that, I thought it was a great opportunity to, to you know get Kendra in there early, and and she did a good job of finishing, getting an offensive rebound early you know, ran some plays for our fives in this game to, to get them more touches. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think she was excited. Um, I think it was a neat experience because, you know, our our families announced the starting lineup. 
Um, and so for her to get her first start and to have her little sister, you know, kind of introduce her on the big screen was, was pretty cool as well. Yeah, that's a really uh, cool thing. By the way, the uh, uh, the baby winner was uh, that was Clark McCormick's kid, and he's a longtime buddy of mine. So it's good to see. I mean, I think he's been really working. I mean, that's, that's out. good genes, right? Like right there, I mean, it's already winning races. <laughs> that age, you know, it, it does set the bar high, though. You know, like you hope that this wasn't the pinnacle. Um, you know, this this championship wasn't the the pinnacle. Yeah, well, I, if it's not, uh, if it is, at least uh, boy Clark will not. Uh, they'll they'll have plenty of pictures. I've seen this all over Facebook <laughs> right. now, and uh, cute little red bandana. Those kids all, you know, they, later in life, of course. Now, when I was at Baylor, um, and by the way, Nikki, I'm curious if you ever went to class uh, when you were in college wearing a bow. They used to call the the girls we went to school with the Baylor bowheads. <laughs> And they oh, wow. they wore they wore these big bows and all this kind of stuff even into even into college. I, I'm assuming that was not a player uh, in 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 Wisconsin. The 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 bow wearing. You know, okay. I'm, I'm, this is you know probably something I've not shared since I've been a Baylor. Um, <laughs> uh, I was not a I was a hardcore tomboy at a young age. But I will say this: when when I played in college. I didn't wear big bows, but I did wear a ribbon. Um, mm. so I always tied, when I played it at Marquette, a Navy ribbon, whether I was doing Tony Taylor Bun stage. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was kind of before. Like, I think about now, um, I think it was my way of of being girly, where you see kind of the, the lashes and the nails and things like that. It was a heck of a lot cheaper, cheaper to buy some ribbon from Michael's and like cut it up and tie it in a bow. Um, but I definitely went through, you know, like when I moved, um, I was pregnant with Logan, my youngest and moved to Arkansas. The twins were two. When you move to Arkansas and you're in the South, like your kids wear smock clothing and like all these things. And I couldn't really get into that. Um, but I will say Logan, my youngest went through the bow stage where we were buying <laughs> Thank goodness for Amazon because you could buy 30 bows in every color, the big bows, and they went with everything. But then, man, the day that phased out, we had more bows than we knew what to do with, you know. Uh, so, yeah, ribbon, not bows, but definitely yeah. went through that being a, in the South um, with yeah. Logan when she was young. Probably all the way up to maybe like third grade, second grade, third grade, then, then, <laughs> then the boat went out. So definitely oh. not college. At the, at the baby stage, you know, you, a lot of times you don't have the hair to attach a bow to, right. so you've got to go with the, the headband bow. And, and boy, I remember my daughter receiving a few of those uh, with a bright pink look. You know, that was a uh, that was a big player back then. Who knew that the... Uh, well, you know, it, it's funny. Like, I always said, like, when my kids were, were born having twins, I wasn't going to be the, the mom that dressed them alike all the time or put one in pink and put one in blue. Um, you know, but you, it's, it's amazing how, whether you should or you shouldn't when they're super young and neither of my, none of my babies had hair, um, for over a year. And so because of that, you know, when people are like, Oh, he's so cute. And I'm like, it's a she, you know, I never thought that would be a big deal <laughs> to me, but I, maybe it was cause I had twins and, and, you know, so I found myself a little bit more 
like in the, okay, let me put her occasionally in pink so that not everyone's like, oh, he's so cute, you know, and it really doesn't matter. But I, I, I probably did resort to some Vaseline and those tiny little clothes that you could stick on their head when they're bald. And yeah, I, I did it. I, I, I was, I, I definitely did it. You never know what will break out on the uh, Nikki Collin weekly appearance on the Matt Mosley show. And this was the boat talking uh, portion of our of our visit. Uh, it is uh, <laughs> it now you got UTA tomorrow and hopefully we'll get some students. I know you were out on the campus today with some coffee. Um, do you have, have you, uh, developed a favorite coffee shop or do you all kind of, uh, do you, do you bring in some of the campus coffee? Like, what do you, what do you attack? Are you a, are you someone that, uh, has a certain order at Starbucks? Are you pretty into coffee? Um, I am into coffee for sure. Um, I am, um, always iced coffee at Starbucks. I just like, I mm. just like black iced coffee. Um, so I don't have a, a particularly creative order for those out there that are like, you know, skinny macchiato with this, not that, all of that. That's not, that's definitely not me. Um, I do like a lot of the local coffee shops. Um, we had Pinewoods today. Yeah. Uh, my temp housing that I lived in was actually really close to their um, place. And so I, I would occasionally stop there. I got to admit, um, not to like, but I, I love the olive brand. Two five four coffee. I mean, that's probably my favorite in town. Like, I will be like, I'll go out of my way to make that stop occasionally um, for that coffee. So, but I'm yes, I definitely like because I'm not a cream, sugar, and all the things. Um, good coffee matters to me. Coffee that tastes good and it, it doesn't need to be doctored up. So, yeah. So, yeah. You know, I mean, those that know, like my, my, the closest thing I get to doctoring coffee is, is a little bit of chocolate milk um, in my coffee. So it's kind of <laughs> like the Nikki Collin version of a mocha. So that, that's about as doctoring as I do at times. Yeah. I like that place too, over there on uh, Austin Avenue and really a uh, pretty old part of Waco. That's a, uh, that's yeah, a good spot. Beautiful. And then uh, you also yep. for later in the day, they have, you know, some adult, things across the way there uh so it's a that that place is kind of is is a is a fun place we don't want to encourage our students to stay too much on that no, side of the no. facility but uh it is the nikki collin uh weekly appearance on the matt mosley show espn central texas okay we got to get our weekly uh update because everybody of course wants to know kind of how everybody's progressing um now sarah first of all i believe uh i, I saw where maybe she tweaked an ankle and uh and and you like you said she just wasn't a full go and so decided to, you could get away with holding her out of that game uh you it, where how is uh, she progressing and and uh, uh do you fully expect her to play against uh, uh uta tomorrow yeah, we do expect her to play. Um, don't have a, a great update until, um, you know, we we limited her significantly to just some shooting stuff yesterday. So today we'll test it and see how she is. So I anticipate she'll play. Um, but, you know, she sprained her ankle pretty good a, a few weeks ago um, in the SMU game, stepping on the official's foot and um, kind of sadly had just started to, like, really – not favored at all and was out of the boot, you know, because we had her in the boot um, when she wasn't 
in practice um, for a while and finally was out of it and, you know, landed on one of our scout guys' uh, foot. Um, I guess it was Thursday. And so, yeah, it, it puffed up and was painful uh, again. And so, you know, we just – we need to get over the hump with that. And you, you certainly – things happen um, and you can't control injuries. But uh, for her, we anticipate her back. Um you know, Asia, I think, is, is hopefully so that she takes some of this off in some ways my shoulders because it's, you know, I've said it before, there's there's not a lot I can say other than, you know, she's rehabbing daily and, and getting stronger and headed in the right direction. But I, I think she may do some kind of a, a announcement herself to give people a better feel since, um, you know, she hasn't given permission for me to actually talk mm-hmm. about her injury. Um yeah. And then, you know, the eternal, like, we're, we're getting here. It's closer to, um, you know, maybe potentially decisions on Dre. And um, so no real update on that. The update is there's no update, you know, <laughs> other than, you know, we're, we're at the last day of classes tomorrow and then finals. And so we're, we'll be closer to the academic component um, for her and, and, you know, for those prayer warriors out there, you know, like they, they, they can, they can throw some in there for, for Dre, um, you know, as we kind of push through on, on some of these appeals, um, because yeah. she's been, you know, as my son was in town, um, and he's not a basketball player, but he's certainly grown up around the game. And, yeah. um, you know, he was, he was in town for the Maryland game and, and then went with the team to, to Florida and is, is back in Atlanta now, but, he was in practice and he said, boy, Dre's, Dre's good. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. You know, I mean, that's just like a master of the obvious, um, my kid. Um, but you know, she's, she's done such an amazing job in the classroom, like going to probably have back to back, like personal best academically. And so just want to see, um, you know, kind of her be rewarded for, for how hard, um, she's been working. She, including like she rushed, this fall in the midst of, of taking 18 credits and having personal best in the classroom, you know, she joined the civic minded sorority. And, and so um, just kind of want to see some, some positive results for her that way. Well, that's exciting. And, and I saw her even being featured on social media, um, encouraging people to bring out the coats for the elementary school, uh, I believe, in um, South Waco that you all partner with. And so, you know, it's neat to see her being involved. So just to uh, – uh, that now, when do you think uh, Asia might release such a video? And would she like to do that on the Matt Mosley show? Don't you think that would probably be the best forum <laughs> no, for that? I, uh, you know, you, you're, you're asking the wrong person about that. You know, okay. so okay. I don't know. I mean, I had, I had said something to Shelby about, um, you know, just how difficult it is, you know, but I, I need to be respectful and should be. And and she's well within her right to, yeah. um, you know, have a say or not say, you know, because it's it's, it's certainly her personal business. Um, but I think she was open, open to like you know, doing something. So I, I don't I don't know the timing on that. My guess is sooner rather than later. Okay, that's good, and 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 of course, uh, um, you, you know you'll have, uh, um, in, in, you know the UTA, and and quickly the uh, uh, tomorrow's game. I mean, I, obviously, I 
Uh, expect you all to be in full control of that one. But what do you uh, what do you know about UTA and, and the direction of that program as uh, as you try to prepare for that one? Well, you know, I, I don't. I'd like to be in full control. UTA is good. You know, I know they're just over five hundred right now, but you know they're they're a team that um, has had has had some people in and out of the lineup, not unlike us. But they, um, you know, have the preseason last player of the year in Star Jacobs. She's she's phenomenal. She's actually for our fans, um, maybe a little bit taller version of Asia. You know, kids other than. Uh, she doesn't shoot the three. Um, she's super active, puts the ball on the floor, is a playmaker, you know, kind of from the power forward position and, you know, is is, is quite frankly a bucket. I mean, a year ago, we, we did not contain her at all in the first half up there. And then um, all of a sudden she, she didn't play in the second half. And, and I don't even remember right now what it was, whether it was a sickness or she tweaked something, but – all of a sudden, you know, we, we had a really close game through a half a year ago. Now it's the second game of the season, um, you know, and then we went on like a 14-0 run in the third quarter to kind of open it up. Uh, but they've, they've played good competition really, really well. I mean, it was a five-point game at Kansas. Um, you know, they, they, were, they lost by nine at Oklahoma, but put 80 points up on the board, and, and you know, then they beat Houston. And so they, they have some – um, you know, really good games. I think that the, the tough part when you look at them, it's like, okay, well, they, they struggled against Lamar and they barely beat Lamar, but they were down two starters in that game. And and so, you know, I would say they've, they've risen to the level of competition. They've maybe played down in certain situations, but they've certainly yeah. risen to the level of the competition. So, you know, they kind of start with Star. Um, White is, is their little combo guard that was SMU's leading scorer a year ago and, and transferred to UTA this year. Um, so, you know, she's been really, really good for them um, from three, from the mid-range. Um, you know, so they, they're athletic. They're going to press. They're a little bit different than anybody we've played as they, you know, Maryland pressed us a little bit. We handled that pretty well. But this is a team that's going to be a little more aggressive in their press, change presses. Um, they'll mix some man. They'll mix some zone. Um, and so they're the one thing they are is really, really athletic. And so – you know, if they turn people over. So we've got to take care of the ball, obviously. We've had one game where we didn't, Michigan, and uh, didn't like the results. So, you know, I think that's going to be a key to the game. Do we take care of the ball um, and take good shots? All right. Well, it's uh, fun catching up with you, as always. Covered a lot of ground. Um, obviously, I'm very excited about that game on the 18th, but we'll have more time to, to preview that as we get closer to it. And then today, just to honor you, I'll do something I've pretty much never done. Even if it's 110, I, I drink hot coffee. So today, I will maybe give it a go with a uh, with a cold brew type situation. Just brew. as Okay, yeah. go, go cold brew, you know, and if okay. you're really feeling creative, throw a little chocolate milk in there. Yeah, I don't, that's too don't, far. That's too far. I feel like you're asking too much at this point, but um, okay, that's we'll, what I'm uh... saying. That's as I said. I... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, it hey, is. The uh, Cowboys got a big win on Sunday night. Fifty-four to nineteen, and of course that's where I was keeping tabs on the Bears, and then as I was driving out there, and also finding out where the uh, the Bears were going to be in the bowl game. Nikki, I uh, I appreciate it. Always look forward to this, and uh, and and thanks for your time. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks, Matt.
All right, there she goes, Nikki Collin, Baylor women's basketball coach, as they get ready for a matchup against UTA. I'm going to have to dig in here now that I know UTA is a little more than I was uh, bargaining for. Uh, that game will be tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, at the Farrell Center. All right, next, speaking of those Cowboys, we got to get back in there. What did Jerry Jones say uh, late uh, the other evening to us about uh, Tyron Smith? That is next.